red. And we're live. Here we go. Billy. Good morning. Good Sunday morning. I'm waiting for the rest of it because I don't know this one right now. Oh, now I do. Oh, yeah. There we go. You <laughs> are <laughs> completely <laughs> blowing your cool card today. I'm sorry. Pre, pre-episode talking about Listen, acronyms. the past weekend at Disney, I'm still like, everything's recovering. So too many times on Space Mountain, which is not, you, you, you don't say that when you're a kid, but when you're older, you're like, oh, that hurt. Well, we'll get, we'll get we'll get into Disney in a second. Um, I do want to mention the my intro here, Barry, oh, yes, friend, please. right? Do you know why I'm playing this? No. Have you caught up at all to pop television at all right now? Oh. HBO Max, new season, season four of what? True Detective. I have not seen jo- it. Oh my God. Okay. So Jodie Foster, have you watched? You should have seen his face right now. He's he's disgusted with me in this moment. Well, did, uh, did you watch any of them? No, I no, nope. All right, Jen. <laughs> I'm waiting You're for John fired. Oliver to put out more episodes. John I like Oliver. <laughs> oh, well, that says a lot. It, true Detective. Hey, that was very passive aggressive. No, no. People are, they're nodding their heads in their car right now. They're, they're on like, board wait, here. Like, she, we get it now. It's no, hilarious this is, show. Uh, Barry Friend is the theme song for the okay, show. True Detective. Is, I'm going to go watch it now. And you know, you know, you listen to the vibe of this song. One of my like dream jobs ever would have been to like be a sync supervisor where you watch a movie or you watch a show and you're like told pick a cool song for this uh, like all the tarantino movies right right is the best or even Grease, right <laughs> take your pick right um but this show i like the darker shows too yeah. i don't know just kind of disconnect with i don't know mor- morbidity for some weird reason well i've kind of got a lull in the shows i was you know i i was like oh i gotta watch something with on disney <laughs> When you, I didn't have anything to watch. Okay, so when your feral children are off to bed, uh, you and George, do you go to Netflix first? Do you go to Hulu first? Do you go Disney Plus? <laughs> I have gone there. I like Marvel, so I like, but I like the Disney, like Pixar movies too. So I'll, I'll go anywhere you, if I can find something I can get into. Are you sitcom based or do you prefer? Not really. I like series, like, like short series. What was the last one I just, uh, and then they didn't have like kind of sci-fi i like sci-fi i love stuff that's based on true stories now we grew up within a very short period of one another were you star trek or star wars and there's only liked, one right answer i liked both but i was star trek oh my god that explains but hold on hold on let me hold, wait listen no no i watched <laughs> them all i just didn't get why princess leia didn't punch that you know job of the hut in the face what are we doing why'd Art? you why'd you wait that long to choke him <laughs> I'd have choked him earlier and gotten out of that our, very uncomfortable Our guest is second-guessing the decision to go. You yeah. just, Star Wars is... Uh, we're not no, I like Let's Star Wars. I loved, I loved Harrison Ford. Oh, everybody does. Heck yeah. But do you prefer him as Han Solo or, or Indy? Oh. Or Jack Ryan? Nah, the, the first two. Both. I loved Indiana Jones. Loved Indiana Jones. So I like them both. So so neutral, so swift. At the same time, how, well, how 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 I got into Star Trek was because my mom was very into the Next Generation, Jean Luc Picard. So I she, I would one way to bond with her was to sit and watch with her, and then I was like, oh, this is actually a, a pretty cool show. Really? Yeah. She had, she had a thing for Jean Luc. She I think she did. It was, <laughs> it was the enunciation of his which name. I can kind of see. He's kind of he's a sexy bald guy. Um, speaking of sexy bald guys, uh, Mickey Mouse, how was uh, how was Disney? It was, you know, we had over, it was a great day. We had one day. We didn't go at like the very opening, kind of waited a little bit, 10 ish, whatever. Um, had a, got on some stuff right away. Went to lunch in Beauty and the Beast Hall, which was great. Um, Har- Mar- Harper had a great time. And then we kind of had that like two hours where it like the kids really realized. Oh, this is what waiting looks like. And no, you don't have your phone. No fast passes. Let's punch you. We didn't do fast passes. Let's like punch each other. And I'm like, oh, this is why we got our asses beat in line because we acted like jack offs because we were bored. We were so bored. So we did that. And then, but we got into the perfect place, the perfect time, right as the fireworks were done. Lined up, got to see four princesses, knocked those out. Harper was great. Jumped on rides like super quick. That's the time, right so there. Jump I, on those rides after the fireworks. Yeah, you know, in the All last little time, kids go home. The last time we went, the nerd in me started running the numbers. Right, when you go on a busy day, 
So you spend two hundred fifty bucks a ticket or a hundred, whatever it is, so right? <laughs> yeah. And you get and, not and to you get the other shit and, you buy. Yes. Well, forget about all the other shit. That's just like the, the seven pound turkey legs and all the weird shit. <laughs> don't, I don't count that stuff. I'm saying. For the rides. You go for the rides. The kids go for the rides. Yes. And they get an average of five rides a trip. Kind of. Because you're waiting two hours yes. on peak. So when you do the math, the cost per ride, it's right. insane to me. Yeah. We With our it, longest it, wait yeah. was an hour. And that was... It is not the most space magical space. place on earth. It is the most yeah. capitalistic place on earth. Their faces were great. But the next day, you know, thank God Liam is only 12 and he can roll out of bed and play a soccer game. I was like... Oh, give me some ibuprofen. But something I want to point out real quick before we get to our guests is that if I've got this timed out right, the episode, the Sunday that this will drop on later this week, I encourage everybody to check out the Missouri History Museum because Ooh, big we, MC. women in soccer is going to be there. You're on the, are you I'm panel gonna, or hosting? I'm going to moderate it. Oh, wow. And I mean, I don't really. Do so, not admit that you're a Star Trek fan, please. So I like them both. God, you can like them. <laughs> it's, it's abundance mindset, JB. Abundance mindset. Do you watch uh, Big Bang Theory? Um, I've watched parts of it because my kids really, my oldest got into that. Okay. And the, the theme of the show is a bunch of really, really smart nerds. And their favorite show is, you guessed it. <laughs> so at the women's soccer panel, by okay, the way, ahead. will yep. be Lori Kolupny, Katie Shields, Shelly Clark. Like, this sounds really familiar. We've had them. I'm like, oh, did they just go to our podcast and find guests? Oh. Um, Lindsay Kennedy, Eversmeyer, and Megan McCormick, <clears throat> who is one person I have not been able to talk to. So that is Thursday night, the 15th You're gonna guilt of her? February. Guilt her a little bit? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going to get her booked. Oh, there <laughs> That's you what go. I'm going to do. <laughs> well, congratulations to you Thank for you. being asked to... I don't uh, really know how to MC. I know how or, uh, to moderate. I know how to moderate throwing somebody's ass out of a soccer game. You should put a... I know how to moderate a, my children. Uh, you should put an ear, a little earbud in yeah. and have Jared in the back of the room. Oh, Telling me what Her to train. do, like, yep. like um, what's that? What's play that by play. Movie? What's that movie with the guy with the big nose and he's... Uh, Cyrano? Yeah, he can be my Cyrano de yep. Bergerac. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'd get kicked out. Yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I want to welcome our our guest. So we've got a twofer for this one. We've this which if you guys have listened in the audience, this will bring you back to Kate and Alex Pfeiffer. So we'll welcome in Lauren and Katie Seppi. Lauren's the daughter, Katie's the mother. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yes. So there's something I have here for you on the back of my chair. Oh, no. While she's I, pulling that out, I've Lauren, uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Um, I've, don't, yes, don't let him bully yes, you. Yes. Don't let him bully Mom, you. Mom. Anybody? Anybody willing to step up? A lot of the Star Trek is so new. Or Star Wars is so new with the okay. new movies that have come out. We're both probably I still like, like it. Kind of neither. Yeah. Oh. oh. I watched Mandalorian. I love that. Baby Yoda is adorable. Yeah. I, so I, cute. I, would, I would love Grogu. to have him. So cute. Grogu, Grogu. Is awesome. Awesome. So, okay. What's so, the guess? Okay. What's the gift? So what for, do we got? Because I think this is a tee up. This should look oh. familiar to you. Do you, oh, Lauren, could you my. tell me? And Ma, Lauren, can you tell me what this is? Lauren Seppi. Oh my gosh. Okay, this this is my. You size. gotta explain it for our listeners. Okay. They can't see. This is my size four <laughs> Nike soccer ball. It's white and black, and I colored only one of like the panels pink. But this so is you from, can find it. So I can find it. And, and we stole it. Like, and <laughs> which did? is why my you couldn't is, find it. My family what? has must have had. I've seen that damn ball around it's forever. So I'm like, who colored it pink? But it's just been out in the backyard. And finally, oh. it got kicked towards me. And I picked it up. And I was like, oh, that's Lord's oh We stole God. it over at Queen of All Saints years ago. There's your that ball back. So cute. It says my name. Oh, my gosh. So for anybody wow. who has lost a soccer ball, one of your friends has it. Yeah. Uh, Katie, I'm sorry. So <laughs> That's okay. We probably bought more. <laughs> well, you, you two will appreciate this. How many times have you been out of the fields, Gallagher in particular, or any field where yeah, there's any big field. hundreds of balls oh, everywhere, yeah. and you get to the end mm -hmm. of practice, and your child is the one like, I don't know where my ball yeah, is. Right. With the first kid, you're always like, no, we're going to find it. That's right. Second kid, you're like, uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time. Third kid, you're like, just take somebody's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you're sure. like, get out It'll there. get even. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get even. Because somebody took yours. I so that's how this I mad works. I brought you an extra ball because I'm sure we have stolen other people's. I love it. So, so I, I was just like, I, I tossed it in the back of the van oh. once we booked this. And yeah. I'm like, just remember to give her the ball. Give her the ball. Give her the ball. It's hers. It's not I ours. I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so funny. we're she sorry. Did, she did color it pink so she could her stood out from everyone right. else. Right. It's like the, it's like you know we we had luggage coming off of you know I had one checked bag for me and Harper and all the you know toiletries you can't check through. And, you know, the smart people mark their bags and so a ribbon or whatever. That was really smart. Yeah. We just we just didn't care and we stole it anyway. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it was in some soccer ball bag. So to paint the picture here of, of, of Lauren, um, I want to just, like, take ourselves back a little bit. So George and I lived in Oakville for 19 years. And you guys are an Oakville family. Queen of all sports. I mean, Queen of oh, all yeah. saints. Yep. Um, you know, Oakville, Melville High School, and and the, and the places around there, and met each other. I'm pretty sure on a soccer field. Mm-hmm. You and Georgie were actually my oldest. Were in kindergarten class together, mm-hmm. um, and Georgie immediately took to you guys were pretty pretty good friends, and because. I remember your mom, Katie, you and I talking, she's a tomboy, you know, that it's, 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 it's a class. I was like, I see her. I used to, you yes. know, it's you yes. also, Katie, yes. you're yes. like, so, so mom, Katie was also a tomboy. <laughs> Back in the day. Yes, the probably. Day? I was. Yeah. Some. Uh, yeah. Um, and it was funny because we had a preemie at home and I remember she would go to your house and play soccer in the backyard and you would take her after school, you know, and stuff like that. So it was like a good connection. Right yeah. Away. And you're not remotely competitive. <laughs> I mean, mom's not. It's dad, right? Wait, is it both, Lauren? It's both. I yeah, it's all of us. It's like it's crazy. It's well, all because of you're us. the oldest. Fa- family, right? family Uno night. Which of your mom and dad are worse? Oh, my dad gets into uh, it. They, yeah. He likes to say he's undefeated, and then when we beat him, he yeah. Just I've seen him on the it. sideline yeah, at Queen as a coach. I'm like, whoa, yeah. Steppy, dial yeah. it down yeah. a notch. God, yeah. Mike. <laughs> Yeah, but also I'm the same way. So I, I, game, right. see, game sees game. Yeah. So so just seeing you, um, you know, kind of whether you went to Queen or you went to like my, my kids went to public school, you would usually find many of us having concession stand meals at Queen. On they have actually a really nice little kind of complex when it comes to fields. There's tons of, of field space, um, and nights where you can basically just let your kids play on the playground, play some soccer, and. Adults can gather at the concession stand for was Dr- it Friday night save. lights we sort of save. had for a oh, while. Yeah. Drink beer. The drink beer. Save. Um, like go. like good Catholics, we drunk beer. <laughs> and um yeah. <laughs> so um and you know, just kind of knowing like how many what kind of sports did you play? Like you're that classic all sport athlete. Especially as you guys were little. Right. Yeah. So honestly, like all throughout my grade school and like even like preschool, kindergarten, like grade school, everything. I was always like I played everything. I was gonna say you were basketball, yeah, basketball, volleyball, soccer, softball was thrown in you did there. That, okay. Yeah, it was everything, and I I would say I think basketball and soccer were always my favorite, and I do I ended up playing basketball in high school too, um, but yeah, even like as a kid, like I I wanted to be in every sport. I just love competition. Yeah. Like I wanted to compete. Like I didn't care what it was, and like I was always gonna push myself. Like. I would be seven years old and like be as running hard as I could on a soccer field at Queen. I was gonna say, and she played. You know, she covered. She covered um, and would for some of the boys. You know, and stuff like that for the teams. And then she kind of got into running also and wasn't um, doing it competitive. Yeah, Georgie would be like, "Lauren's mean." (laughs) (laughs) Like, good for her. Started running in a few races here and there, and you know, and stuff like that. But it wasn't like she was training for it. It was just she was training for all her other sports. So running became easy for her. Yeah. When did so so to kind of bring it forward? You played obviously for Queen Mm -hmm. um, in the CYC world. When did club happen? And I say club because that's what you kids use nowadays. What we called select, but. Uh, you know, probably at Gallagher, right? I'm, I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah, that's so, where you are now. Yes, it is. I've only, I all played Gallagher, yes, all, the all time. Gallagher okay. my whole life. I started playing club in fourth grade, which was 2016. So it's been. That's kind of late yes, any, yes, anymore is. nowadays, mm-hmm. right? I had to beg my parents. I remember this because I'm the oldest and like, obviously Katie's they didn't face. have a, Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a kid before me playing any club sports. I had to beg them to let me play for Gallagher. So go, um, go ahead, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say yeah. something. So I, I was knew someday she would. You know, we'd let her try out. But I was more nervous about her getting burned out if she started playing too young. Um, so in, like, fourth grade, she went to, I think, three kick-arounds. And then she we let her choose which team, and it worked out for her. So it's been perfect. Wow, wow. <laughs> so so going, uh, leading up to that 
that that process she was playing multiple sports um how, how old were your others at the time were they all yeah. in, engaged in sport at the same time too or well they were younger um because we have one that was probably in like first grade and Colin okay. probably wasn't even started playing sports yet, but you know, it's kind of, we knew they'd all get involved and things along those lines. Were you and your husband, uh, soccer fans to begin with, did you play, did he play? Was it kind of a, uh, predestined path to soccer or was it her decision? Uh, it was totally her decision. Mike and I both played in like CYC through eighth grade. Um, where, and then where at? at? Where are we everybody going to know? Our Lady of Sorrows. Okay. <laughs> in South City. They're cheaters, um, but yeah. whatever. It's fine. <laughs> we, no. um, you know, so we, we were both played up until eighth grade and then we kind of moved on to other things. Um, I wanted her to be a basketball, like a basketball player, um, but soccer was always the one pulling her and things like that. So that's where she went. So, so let me ask you then, uh, playing all the multiple sports and your parents kind of like being neutral to a degree at what point did you know uh this is the game this is the sport this is what I love yeah I think it was really I'd say like obviously I, I started playing club in fourth grade so I would say something in me just kind of clicked even as a fourth grader that was like I know I'm different and I know that this could be something that like I want to pursue and obviously just like my passion for the game and like coaches even when I was young like telling me like I need to do this and like it I'm good enough to be on a select team obviously even that at, at that age it was just kind of in me I always knew I always wanted to do more than everybody else even when we were in fourth grade it was just kind of always that thing and you know I just the love for the game I just was willing I was willing to give up everything else and I think that was kind of just Sounds the familiar, biggest thing <laughs> heard it. I've heard that and yeah. to paint the picture for our listeners too like so Lauren Seppi not only being a Gallagher player but part of that pretty I would call him kind of famous 2000 uh, okay 2006 I'm thinking of my kids 2006 ECNL champions yeah. So we're talking, you know, Grace Restovich, mm -hmm. I know, and you are really good friends. And there's a few other names. Like, if I saw the picture of yeah. you guys, I would know. But mm -hmm. a really successful team, it's been pretty successful almost the whole time, but kind of culminating finally into to winning it all. Mm -hmm. How's that? Like, how did that go? How did your journey go from, you know, when you get on there and you're Friday Night Lights and you're just kicking around and you're trying to find your place and the club's trying to find your place to winding up on the top team in your age bracket? Right. So, yeah, I would say definitely kind of in fourth grade, it kind of all started for me. And when I was in fourth grade, I actually was playing on an 05 team. They were a year older than me, so and I was very small when I was young. I, you probably remember I that. Not I you was say that. Very she is small. not now. She's taller than yeah. me. <laughs> I was not fair. I was very short, very small, and so I was playing on a classic 05 team as my first team. I and forgot then, those names. Yep, they classic. Had classic and, <laughs> yeah. and, and what was the yep. other one? Classic, classic and competitive or something? Premier, Premier Elite. Elite. Yeah, okay, all yeah. of them. Yeah. So I was at that age where we were just you know on a classic team, and then next year moved up to Elite, which at that point. Um, was like the highest you could go just in your age group. Went to Elite, then obviously moved up to ECNL, which then became the highest, um, and then have been on ECNL ever since then. I started ECNL in seventh grade, we think. I think that was like the age where you okay. could obviously kind of start it. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I think in my mind, I always just knew, like I knew what I wanted to do and I knew what I wanted to pursue with my life and that's something obviously like you know if you hear a fourth grader telling you you think they're going to play soccer the rest of their life you're like okay that's kind of weird but for me it was Maybe always just like yeah, nowadays. yeah for me I just knew exactly what I wanted to do and you know just moving up through Gallagher obviously um, Gallagher completely made me who I am they built me from the ground up took a very tiny um, fourth grader and made me into tiny and yeah, fast. Yeah. I will say, I will fast. Ma made me into the, the player that I am today. So yeah, it's been it's and, been a long. And journey. you're a lefty too, right? I Besides am a lefty. being a quick little yes. quick little lefty. So you see that little ponytail bouncing around out there. I was like, there's Lauren Seppi. Yep. Oh, she just kicked my son's butt. Yeah, go girl. <laughs> let let me ask uh, to to both of you. Whoever wants to answer first is great. Um, you know, because you were you were with kind of the same core crew right. you know the same girls that are obviously you know reaching the highest highs right now um you know through that process did you realize to you mom or you uh, as a player that you know my, my friends are really good too mm -hmm. you know that was there uh built in was it 
camaraderie? Was it more competition? Did you feed off of each other? Was there animosity? You know, it, it, because there's there's the viewpoint of parents that right. watch this happen in real time, and then there's you as the right. child that went through it. So right. whoever wants to go first. I think it was kind of awesome because this group, when they started traveling and getting to national events and things like that, the families even would hang out together and would go out to dinners and kind of be be there to support each other. And then the girls were friends and they would do their own thing. Is that code for hang out in lobbies? (laughs) (laughs) Hang out in lobbies, hang out on the patio, and literally anywhere they could go. We have to discuss logistics. I like how you kind of laid that out there. But we would, you know, and then the girls would do things even when we were in St. Louis as a group and would do do, um, movies or things along those lines, dinners, just to be build friendships and yeah I would those. say I think the biggest thing for me is like my team like we just love each other like we do at the end of the day like I don't I, I like have gotten that obviously like asked this question a lot just because of everything that's kind of happened the past few years and like when I get asked to talk about it it like it just makes me like want to smile because when I think about my team and when I think about the girls like it just they just bring me so much joy and like we bring each other joy and just being around each other like every day like we get better we do we push each other to the limit but we also know like at the end of the day like we're people and we're gonna mess up and we're gonna make mistakes but it's just our friendships like we're so close we how are. did you get there did you know like did is it or did it kind of happen accidentally or is it something because we know right Teams, you don't have to be best friends. Right. You don't always get along. Mm-hmm. But how do you get that kind of synergy? Yeah, so I'd say, obviously, I, I believe that kind of when we were younger, kind of like growing up in ECNL, like the one, first first or second year, you obviously go through adversity. You know, somebody gets in a fight. You, we yeah, lose a somebody game. Somebody might take your right. spot for mm-hmm. a while. That yes, sucks. we lose a game. You know, somebody just has a bad day. So, obviously, when you're that age, you don't – it's kind of hard to understand your emotions and kind of grasp all of that. But I really believe as we've grown up, as we've grown – grown up together we've learned how to deal with each other and we learned what the other person needs and we learned what we need and we're so I think we're just so good at understanding that and we're so good at just kind of like being each other's best friends and also knowing that like at the end of the day like if you ever need anything like you could call anyone on our team and we all know that so yeah I was I was gonna add to it no it's kind of funny because they have grown over these few years but there's like four of them, five yeah. of them that kind of started together back when they were so much younger and everything. And they've done a wonderful job of actually bringing in when new players have joined this team. They've kind of welcomed them and made them feel like, okay, you're a part of us now. Come on, this is what, how we do it and what we do. And it made it a good transition. Is it the same, I'm curious, on the parent sideline? Because I feel like sometimes... Um, the, what you find on the pitch could is sometimes mirrored on the parent side line. If you've got a tight parent side line that's very inclusive and very welcoming, you might find that on the field. You, is that related at all? No, I feel like it is. It's you know everyone feels comfortable and is able to speak their mind, is able to kind of cheer on their daughters and watch them kind of reach their dreams. The so. opposite is true too, though. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. It, it, where if you do have a new individual that comes into the mix, mm-hmm. and the player is not toxic. Maybe they're just super confident, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe in a little bit of a negative way that does tend to come from the top. And the parents generally, I, I always liken it to, you know, like uh, uh, cartoons when we were all kids. It, it, when when the person had a dog, the dog always looked like the owner, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? It's not untrue. And on soccer fields, I see the same thing in, in the players and the kids. And I think that you know, because I've, I've been around the club for a long time, too, and I've known about your guys' team, followed it. You guys had this thing, this je ne sais quoi, right? This this culture, and the coaching staff knew it, and, and the other families, they just wanted to be part of it. Do you, Is that starting to kick in for you, that what you guys have just went through, uh, this path, and the national championships, like, it, it's not just, hey, we were a good team, yay, you guys were special. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that? Yeah. And I would say, I think I finally started realizing it. I'd say it was two years ago now. So kind of the year leading up to when we won our first national championship, it was 
everything just started clicking. And it wasn't just like we were doing good on the field. We were making plays. We were scoring goals. It was just like mentally with each other we were clicking and the parents were clicking. And they're like our parents are some of the closest people I've ever met. Like I know like they're all like they're all all of our parents like at the end of the day. And for us, I think really kind of winning the first one was just one of those things that, I mean, I still remember as a kid, like riding in kindergarten, like what I want to be when I'm older. And it was like always soccer player, always soccer player. And when I look back and I think about that five-year-old that had those dreams and it's like, I just wish I could have told her that like, it's coming and you're going to do it. And like, it's going to be hard, but you're going to do it and you're going to get there. And obviously like my team, um, it's just special. Like, there's no other word to describe it than it's just special. It's just, we're family. We and, you're, are. and you're heading tonight, you yeah. know, as a recording, mm-hmm. over to senior night at Gallagher because soon you're not going to be yes. all together. And what does a night like that look like? Mm. And do you, I'm, I'm assuming that you guys know what that means, right? It's kind of like it's an end of an era, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, so we had our first senior night was in December, and it was like our last home game at the park, and it, this was just my team. And it was very emotional. It was very full circle. It was it was one of the I th- best. I think mom's about to start crying <laughs> yeah, right now. I saw, yeah. your, I saw your post, I'm tearing too. up. Yeah, I'm I saw tearing your up. post. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, you get put in a position like a senior night to look back and to be able to remember everything and to remember what you did. And, you know, we, lo- we walk into the locker room and we each have our own locker that's all decorated in the college that we're going to. And they put up like our baby pictures from when we played soccer and it's just oh like oh my gosh yeah. and it just oh, all God, I need a can, moment <laughs> it's just all you can think about is like i wish like i could have told her what was coming yeah yeah well let me let, let me help you out here and break a little of the kumbaya moment um you guys are about to enter into the next mm-hmm. phase uh there's a good chance in a reality that you will be facing yes. these individuals in the near future yep What's that like amongst you going into your freshman years, getting ready to leave? Yeah, so I personally am going to the University of Illinois, so I will be in the Big Ten. And there's four other girls on my team that are also going to be in the Big Ten. So we already go at it. You're already trash talking. Oh, yeah, we're already trash talking. We got girls that will be playing in the ACC against each other, the SEC against each other. We we all go at it already. We're ready to go. We already have the schedules. We know when we're playing each other. Yeah, we know what's coming. How much road traveling you got in your near future here, Mom? So we've been talking about it. We're going to go the Illinois games because it is close enough. We can probably make all of those or almost all of those. Um, now, uh, some of the further ones, it it will depend. Um, sure. Some of them might just be my husband and I and maybe not our brothers for all of them. But we plan on attending as many games as we can. So, awesome. so I'm bringing you back to I want to switch over to kind of a twofold thing. Because when you and I started but I'd never worked with you. I mm-hmm. never got a chance to coach you. I, did, I didn't have a kid that age, and, and but I knew of you and, of course, your parents and started to work with you on the mindset part of the mm-hmm. game. And one of the things that we talked through, as you know, is is high school ball. I mean, high school ball and playing on a club like uh, Gallagher at, at that level, ECNL, uh, their top team. And for first of all, so yeah. take you back to May 18th is a, of, of 2023, <laughs> Lauren Seppi scores an Olympico uh, to was it you beat St. Joseph yes. Academy, yeah. St. Joe, um, to to get you know help you propel yourself forward. So this lefty scores an Olympico. I remember seeing that online, like sending a picture and being yep. like, oh my god. And you and I haven't really mm-hmm. had the need to work on the mindset right. portion of the game uh, since then. But like, what was that like? And because I remember a story you told me. You remember, and you sent me a picture of was it the year prior? I remember this so vividly. Help, I know so exactly you tell me the I'm story. You know, you. right? Go. I know exactly. What I'm, okay, so this was so my freshman year of high school. I've been at lucky Nairings, enough. Yes, right, at right. Nairing High School. Um, I've been lucky enough to be on varsity all four years. So I started as a freshman, played as many minutes as I could. Um, we made it to the state final my freshman year, and we ended up losing in just regular time in regular time and there is a picture of right after the whistle blew it's me sitting on the ground and in front of me you can see the whole St. Dominic team running onto the field after they beat us and I mean it is soul crushing it is like I would like put that in in a museum if I could like it is it just like completely shows soccer there I'm finding it for JB right now 
So you can see Lauren is number nine, sitting on the oh, field yeah. in despair. Yeah. And, you know, of course, St. Dom is, yeah. is running on right. as to, to congratulate right. their mm -hmm. teammates. And you and I were kind of working through and how important pursuing that on the high school side mm -hmm. was for you. And, and you know, once again, I think you guys got to the to vinyl, yep. right, in this last yes. time. And, and who, who edged you out? Um, we played, so we lost to St. Dominic my freshman and sophomore year in the state final, and then my junior year um, this year, we lost to Liberty North in the That's state final right. from That's Kansas right. City. Yeah. So are you, are you making another play? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's comeback season. So, see, oh, yeah. so senior, senior year. year. <laughs> so we may be talking. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need you. But, you know, one of the things that we, we, we talk through a lot of things, right? We talk from anywhere. So Lauren has a nickname, JB. I think Hammer. it's Hammer. <laughs> it's, it's Lauren Lightning Seppi. So, oh, of course, if this sticks, Lauren, I have to say it because there were entire teams that dedicated groups to talking trash about you. Yeah. It, right, and you only talk trash about people who make your life an, a living nightmare on the field. Well, you don't talk right. about people that you don't fear. Right. Because right. That, well, there's no joy in that. But we talked a little bit through that because it, when you're young, I mean, even now, I think I, I would struggle with that a little bit. You're young. It's hard to be that player that everybody would love to have on your team mm -hmm. but has to hate you when you're on the other end. Like they have this group dedicated to hating Lauren Seppi, yeah. Lauren yeah. Lightning Seppi, yeah. right? For yeah. the be for the best reasons, but that's a hard thing to process, I think. Mom, you might even be able to speak with that. It's a hard thing to process to be hated on like a pro would be, but at a young age. Right, and it just kind of... It took her a little bit to realize why it was being done and to realize, <laughs> hey, I, that's okay. I can get over this and I can move on and I can just play the best I can and see what happens and kind of move from there. I so. think I told you, Lauren, yes. I would, I, on my last training with uh, Lufu's Girls Academy, um, I got a couple sessions and with the later sessions, it was the older girls. So they're 2005s and 2006s. And your name came up and I immediately see people like roll their eyes, but in being like, oh God, yes. Like, right. And I was like, hey, she's, she's one of mine. And they're like, oh, okay, she's just really good. I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely, I like, I like that. How do I say this? I like when people talk because it gives me motivation and it's like, okay, like you want to talk? Like, okay. I can prove you wrong. Let me, let me ask you a question. Is that photo of you sitting on the field, is that kind of like, because I've been there. I know exactly what you went through way back when. Um, is that something that will be a permanent motivator for you through your career? And, and let, me, let me add the two together. You thrive off of the shit talk. Mm -hmm. Let's call it what it is. So do you think that if you were to, if somebody were to ask you, hey, can you define yourself as a player? Do you lead with that kind of mindset like I hate to lose or how would you describe yourself yeah I would say, in those terms I would say definitely that photo I think kind of lit a different fire in me that was my freshman year I mean I was 14 <laughs> playing against wow, 18 right. year olds who were twice my size and so for me that just lit a fire in me and knowing that like if I wanted to do this for the rest of my life or if I wanted to play in college um I needed to do something that nobody else was going to do, and I needed to work harder than anybody else was going to. And at the end of the day, like, yes, I, I hate to lose more than anyone, but also there's such a part of me that just loves soccer, that just loves the game and loves being on the field and loves being in the environment where I know I'm going to get pushed, and I know, but at the end of the day, like, I know it's making me better. I do. You know, not... Uh, go ahead, Mom. No, I, I was gonna just going to say, go. she does. She does since for many, many years, has done extra trainings, has worked out with ex uh, other people to get more practices, to get more touches. And it's, you know, she is giving up her time that should be free time, you know, to put herself in better situations. So. I think too, um, if you guys don't mind sharing, is when I was brought, I was so excited to work with you. I remember we met at uh, Las Fuentes mm -hmm. in oh, Oakville. Yeah. It was good. I hadn't <laughs> been there in a while. Um, and, but brought me in to help work, Lauren worked through some pretty stressful parts. I mean, the game is, is beautiful and it's great. Great, but you also are a high performer in school. Mm -hmm. um, I think you're you largely expect a ton from yourself. It doesn't matter what you're doing, right? You take that type A personality plus you're gifted and you're athletic, and it can be beautiful and it can be also 
the cause for a lot of need for Pepto-Bismol for a an adult. And you guys engaged, <laughs> you know, with, with me to say, like, this is some stuff we wanted to work on. I know you were willing with it, too. But do you mind sharing, like, what the, came up well, with that and what you wanted to work on and how that came about? Let's do this. Let's save that for the break. Uh, for when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. I didn't know we had breaks now. We we do have breaks. Oh, my God. Yeah, you'll find out in just a second. But thank you. We'll be right back. We're going to follow up with that question. And I definitely want to talk to you about the recruiting process with your friends, what that's like. That'll be on the flip side. We'll be right back. Soccer Mom Sunday. Honestly, I thought that I would be dead by now. The term staycation was really invented by soccer moms. Located one hour and seven minutes from the arch, the Music Box Chalet at Innsbruck is a hidden gem. Buried in three acres of private woods, the Music Box has a master suite for just you, a loft and second bath for them, and a vinyl collection to meet your every mood. The full-size kitchen will easily accommodate three to 12 bottles of rosé, while the huge fire pit seating area will keep the big kids busy. Golf, fishing, kayaking, pickleball, or simply reading a book with Mother Nature, all at your fingertips. Visit either VRBO or Airbnb to find the Music Box Chalet. Man, we've gra- graduated to breaks. Sweet. You like that? Woot woot. <laughs> It also gives Re- us time for a refill. Drink refill is awesome. So back Soccer Mom Sunday, Mellow Mushroom in Sunset Hills, by the way, because again, which is going to be responsible for dinner tonight. Thank you, Mellow Mushroom. Their happy hour is pretty killer too. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, the girls and I are typical sausage and pepperoni, but I decided to try the buffalo chicken for the boys. It sounded, it, it looks like it should be good. I don't like usually Do you like guys that. not have like actual veggies on your pizzas? No. 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 No fruit. Star Trek and no veggies. Okay, listen. I watched Star Wars. Get off my back. (laughs) Me and Chewbacca were all that. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Chew, chewy. Oh, chew. (laughs) That was that how he sounded. uh, I didn't hear that. Could you do that again? (laughs) No. Okay. Delete. All right, here we go. Okay, we're we're back back. with Lauren Sevi and Katie Sevi. And I think as we were going on the break, because I didn't remember, um, we were just talking a little bit about kind of how you engaged with me, like knowing you as a little girl for years and then being like, I can't believe I'm going to work with Lauren Sevi and work on the the mind part of the game. And not not just mindset, like not just what I'm thinking on the field, but kind of also how that translates to school. So I would be very comfortable. I'm going to get nods here. Your type A personality. You expect a ton out of yourself no matter what you're doing. Um, and that is good, but it also carries an immense amount of stress. And then to watch that as a parent, I have those myself, Katie, that, you know, you it's you can be appreciative of them, uh, uh, but also being like, I don't want them to have an ulcer. I don't want them to go, you know, to hurt from that kind of expectation. Right. And so it's How did you always, and Mike was, like decide to say like, hey, we need to address this in a different way. Right. Um, we just wanted her to be the best that she could. And we always told her as long as she tries that we're fine with that. And she had the mindset where you were saying, you know, she wanted to be the best and she wanted to prove everyone wrong and things like that. And so we just kind of, I guess, talked to you somewhere and you had said, you know, you talk to athletes. And so we thought it might be a good fit for her to just hear someone else besides us saying, yeah, that's another you know, one, someone right? else saying, Hey, it's okay. If you make a mistake, everyone still loves you. And you know, it's, it's good to do your best and everyone can, you know, move along with that. So, yeah. And I think that Lauren, if you don't mind me mentioning at the time, like for anybody listening, especially if you got, you know, kids who are yeah, I just had a 12-year-old come off of E64. It's funny, E64, which is like the highway, right? But I we play in thinking, Orlando. But I keep thinking you're talking about Nintendo 64. Oh, I thought it was a like highway or? thing. I don't know what it is. I, thought it was I don't a understand that league. System. But, um, you know, came off of new team, really rough three games, lost them all. You know, did a few good things, but they have a long way to go. That That you're on this top team, but it hasn't all been easy sailing for you, even with your gifts athletically. What would you say are some of the biggest challenges? I mean, that, that 
is it, are you your own enemy at times? Yeah, I would definitely That's say. That's a loaded question because oh, I know you sure. are. Yeah, I, yeah, she knows. <laughs> She's trying to get me to admit it. I am. Um, okay. Well, I mean, we saw your face talking about yeah. the photo. And like, okay. You were showing your photo to JB and she's like, I'm going to call her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I would say I think it kind of when I got to high school, um, and obviously with playing high school soccer, it is so different than club. It is. Um, you're kind of, you're surrounded by people. You're playing with people who we're all at different levels. And by the way, Narrix is a yes. very good yes. soccer school. Usually yeah. year, by, year upon year, they're pretty yeah. talented. Yeah, we're lucky enough. We've, I think our starting lineup last year, almost everyone was playing soccer in college, which was incredible and awesome to be a part of. But um, yeah, I would say, I think when kind of high school hit, I realized that there was such more to the game than just the physical aspect that like the mental piece of it was also such an such a big thing that I just hadn't been self-aware about and self-aware and the fact that like I was being too hard on myself and I was striving so much for perfection and it was something that I was like literally like mentally just destroying myself over because if I wasn't perfect if I didn't score um a goal if I didn't complete the correct pass, whatever it was, in my brain. And by the way, you could have a great rest of your game, but yeah. you would fixate on yep. that if yeah. I remember correctly. Yes, I would go back and I would rewatch film over and over and over <laughs> again, just looking at things that I needed to get better on or things, um, things that I did wrong. And then when I would find those things, and I'd go out and I would train on them for hours, just train on those exact things to get better at them because I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it and to prove to the people around me that I could do it. But um, yeah, I would say um, kind of my sophomore year, it kind of all started getting, definitely I was becoming very hard on myself because junior year is obviously when the recruiting process starts. Um, so I knew kind of You were like, very focused on June yes, 15th, I if was, I remember. I was, it was the day, yeah. So I, um, yeah, my- <laughs> His mom's face just goes yeah. cringe. Like, oh my God. That date, it, it can I be have scary. many texts between you and I and yeah. the, 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 the leading up to mm -hmm. what what can happen, what yep. might not happen, how your world doesn't end mm -hmm. if it doesn't happen that day, yeah. right? Like, yeah. can, can I back you up just a little bit? Because I think that this is really, really important for kids that potentially other players that mm -hmm. will listen to this and parents as well <clears throat> for you. Um, because you, you, you're, you're laying out a, a tale of two cities here in, in so much that you're uber competitive. You do not like to lose. And at the same time, you admitted the uh, kind of the landscape difference between high school and the club, right. and specifically the team that you were on. Mm -hmm. And off the mic at the break, you mentioned, you know, there was only like four of us that really played mm -hmm. high school. Um, how, how did you balance making that decision being as competitive as you are right. to consciously make the decision to go to a team mm -hmm. that arguably in your own words is going to be tougher with kind of a, a, a larger divergence of talent right. overall mm -hmm. how did you balance that within yourself yeah i would say it kind of obviously in eighth grade when i was kind of looking at high schools and everything and i ended up choosing nearing just like soccer was always a very high priority of mine obviously a great school but at the same time like a good athletic program and a soccer program was very important to me and so once freshman year springtime came around and it was time to kind of decide if i was going to play high school or not i had a lot of self-reflection i had a lot of talks with my club coaches with brian with you like with everybody around me just kind of seeing like why not let's try it out why not and if it doesn't go well if you don't like it you don't have to do it next year but for me there was just this sense of like why not like try it like let's just see what happens if you love it you love it and if you don't that's okay um obviously kind of like what you said there's only i i think there's only four of us on my club team that play high school four or five um and for us we really just look at it as a time to just get better as a person. I look at, if I could tell you kind of the difference between club and high school in my brain. Club soccer, I'm getting better as a player. High school soccer, I'm getting better as a person. Because in high school soccer, I'm forced to be in a position where I have to be a leader. And where in my head. So let me pause you real quick because there's a whole bunch of high school coaches mm -hmm. listening to this that are just cheering. Losing their minds. Losing their in, minds in the best right way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm super impressed at how you are cognizant mm -hmm. of that. When you were going through it, at what point, though, did you realize 
this is not about soccer. Mm -hmm. This is about me as a human, right. as a leader, as a teammate. I would honestly say my freshman year, um, playing high school soccer, I still remember um, Mackenzie Duff, who's now at Clemson, who's a junior at Clemson, she plays there. Sydney Smith, who's also a junior, she's at Illinois State, both incredible players. She was, they were the captains of my team freshman year. Having them to look up to gave me so much inspiration in knowing that like I can be that one day and I can get there one day. And just being self-aware in the fact that at the end of the day, like I know that in high school soccer, it's gonna be hard and it's not gonna be easy. And we're probably gonna lose games. Everybody's at different levels, but at the same time for me, high school soccer was, it is and still it will always be just a place that the joy comes back the joy of it, the love of it, the heart. I feel content when I'm on the field. I feel like a different version of myself when I get to put on the Nearing jersey. It's just, it's one of those things where obviously the pressure isn't as high. So you get to be fully and authentically yourself and kind of like what we talked about earlier. In my club team, I'm a center back, I'm an outside back. In high school soccer, I'm a center forward. So it's really just, I've been able to be- I remember you working through that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been able to just be so kind of like, what's the word? I've been able to be, just be so many different things, be so many different positions, be, be at a point in my life where I was a freshman with girls four years older than me. And I got to look up to them. But at the same time, I got to be on the field with them and I got to play with them. And so that for me really just made me kind of into the person I am today. And honestly, I would say through high school soccer, I've learned that it's so much more than just a game. It's so about, it's so about the mental side. It's so about just mentally being able to obviously create relationships, you know, become a better version of yourself. and. I mean, I do, I do a lot. Deal with failure. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm scrolling. Have to, yeah. We're going to have to put this one behind a paywall. Yeah. And like make I'm, she, this is amazing. car payments on this. I, I am scrolling. <laughs> I'm scrolling texts back and forth, right, that you and I had. Mm -hmm. I've never deleted it. Yeah, um, I haven't either. <laughs> because we worked so together for so long. And it was an amazing part of working with somebody that was at your level. And also I could see a little bit of me. Uh, and her mom, I bet you could see you and her too. And, and, and just looking, like just a text from me to you saying, you know, play for you today, then play for your team. That is it. Mm -hmm. And I think at the time you were going through a few physical issues yeah. too, like something was injured. Um, failure. We, we worked on, I mean, it has to be part of the process. We can simultaneously hate it at, while at the same time using it. And that was something I think that I saw grow exponentially right. in you in that time. You still don't love it. Like yeah. nobody loves to, to, you know, boff that play. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we don't have to get stuck on it mm -hmm. for the rest of the game. Is that, would you say that's the thing or was were there other things that came out from the mindset portion that you use now maybe? Yeah, for sure. I would say, honestly, I look at our texts all the time too, which is really Aww. funny you say that. I do. Except those pictures of you when yeah, you're at the end. Should we skip maybe over we the don't state look at final? those. Yeah, don't look at the state final <laughs> pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would say, honestly, you know, kind of putting myself, when I think about who I was as a freshman on varsity, I think about someone who was so scared to fail. And I think part of it obviously was because I was playing with girls four years older than me, but there was also such a part of it that was like, I just want to prove to myself that I can do it. And I want to prove to the people around me. And like at the end of the day, like I know how many conversations we had just saying like, you don't need to prove anything to anyone. Like it's, it just comes down to yourself and just, I now as a senior looking back at that girl who was a freshman, I want to give her a hug and just be like, it's going to be okay. Like it is. And at the end of the day, like you're going to get there. You're going to get there. High school soccer is you're going to find the joy again. And yeah, I mean, even, I mean, yesterday we had our first open tryout or our first open field for high school on the Narex field. The sun was out in the first time and however, in two weeks, probably <laughs> it's 60 degrees. I was like, this is the happiest place in the world. Like, this is amazing. And just seeing those freshmen out there and now me being the senior, it's like, I just hope they can love it and find the joy again and not put so much pressure on themselves and just, yeah, just find the joy. Mom has nodded this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you an impossible question, but for the sake of good radio, mm -hmm. Uh, let's fast forward to the end of the spring here. You walk away with state title. Mm -hmm. I'm going to that game. <laughs> I think I might go too. I, we could um, do a podcast from that. <laughs> Live stream. So right. let's, say, let's say you get that one. Mm -hmm. Ten years from now, national championship mm -hmm. or state title? 
Oh my god. We've kind of, people have joked about this. Lauren is like, yes, yes, please. Both, all of the above. Look, I mean, we're all competitive. So I know it's going through your head because as a player, you want all the cuts. But from a process standpoint, and when you look at your team and you look at your teammates and you look at expectations, look, let's not kid ourselves. The team you guys had at Gallagher, mm -hmm. if you didn't win that national championship to a degree, that would have been a disappointment. Yep. Going into your senior mm -hmm. year, knowing that there's been speed bumps, the expectation is to get there, but not. You, it, it's not as if everybody's going to be distraught. If you don't, right. yes, you'll be disappointed. Right. Do you look at those two things in the reality and through the lens of team expectation, mm -hmm. personal expectation, and what would it mean to you to win it? Oh my goodness, that just like gave me the chills. Um, I would say really, obviously, I, national championship, uh, any day. Um, I know in my heart, and I believe it fully with every piece of me that I am the player that I am because of Gallagher, completely, 100%. I love that club, I do, with every bit of myself. I. I owe it all. I really do. And, you know, just being able to kind of reflect, obviously, with a, a lot happening um, during senior year, just senior night, all of the emotions, all the feelings, everything. It really, I've been able to really just reflect and just, I just have so much gratitude in my heart for the people that have helped me along the journey, the people that have been there, my coaches from my first ever Gallagher coach to now Ralph and Scotty and everybody in between. They really have, they've helped me develop so much. And obviously like I'm playing college soccer because of Gallagher and because of the opportunities I've had there and because our team has been so successful and because I worked for it and I did. Um, yeah, I think I would definitely, I do owe, owe it to Gallagher for sure. It, um, just a national championship. It's one of those things that, I mean, I remember being a freshman and seeing girls commit for college and seeing them and they're like oh my gosh like she won a national championship so like she's going d1 she's doing this and now i get to be that person and it's very hard to wrap my head around to accept the fact that like i did what i dreamed of and i'm only gonna hopefully continue to do what i dream of yeah i mean anymore it was funny because i think you pointed out a little bit earlier before we took the break about you know, you got a fourth grader maybe saying, like, this mm -hmm. is what I want to do. Maybe that's weird. And it's kind of like, no, it's actually not weird anymore. It's weird, Katie, at the time, you know, right. JB, the, we were growing up. Like, there was really no path. But now, you know, we have yourself on. I'm working on Restovich and her mom, Michelle McCarthy. So you put in a good oh, word for I me. Will. Um, and we had Alex Pfeiffer on who decided to go the pro route, which wasn't even a thing. Um, is that something that you look to as well? And, and you know, also call out that we need more teams but mm -hmm. uh, in NWSL. But is that something that you allow yourself to ponder yeah, after Yeah, for college? sure. So, obviously, Alex and Grace happen. This is really funny you say that. They happen to be two of my literal favorite people, best friends in the world. Grew up with Alex my whole yeah, life, as you know. Yeah, goes one way. Yep. And like mm -hmm. yourself, Grace is going yes, the other way to college. The other way. Yep. Right? Yeah, so for me, it's funny you kind of bring that up. So, I personally... My dream job is actually to be a coach. Oh, yes. so we, we, if we have a team here in St. Louis, yes. you and Becky Sauer <laughs> yep, run, because when she's done, coaching. awesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so right now, actually, um, for the past year now, this started last spring, I started coaching my own team at Gallagher. I have 12 six-year-olds uh, by myself. Oh, mm -hmm. that's fun. Yep, I had 12 six-year-olds. <laughs> We're all going this way. Do you, yeah, do, yeah. You, do you tell Patch, just go away? Yeah, yeah I'm like, Let's you, get out of here. I got shit, this. you guys just go over yeah, there. Just, <laughs> I got them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I started doing that. I had my first team this past Girls spring. or boys? Girls. Girls you got mm -hmm. hair ties. Yep. You know, oh, a lot yeah. of hair ties. All of it. The bows. Oh, yeah. A lot oh, of pink, too. There you go. <laughs> so we started, yes, I started that in the spring. Had my own team this past spring. 2016s, they were, yeah, yep, 2016s. My youngest very, is a 2016. Very little, very little. We were falling over the ball first day of practice, but that's okay because we were winning games by the end of it, so I was okay, happy. Listen to yeah. this, you hear that? Yeah. We were falling our balls, but we were winning yeah, games. We were so. winning. Like, we got there. They improved. That's all I cared about. Mom, what do you take of Coach Lauren? Well, well, she came to Mike and I and said she wanted to do this, and we were kind of like, all right, that's fine, but it's going to be a lot of time and it's going to, you know, be a lot of time to kind of 
give up of, of this supposedly free time that yeah. you have. And she was like, no, this is really what I want to do. And we're like, okay, go for it. And so it's been really cute because her players have come to her Narinx games and cheered her on with signs. And they've came to just different things. And the parents have been very... Um, nice to her and giving her compliments and things along that line too so it's kind of making her change the career path she was yeah. maybe thinking but she's very excited to continue I'm on with it I'm going to reiterate that real quick because I'm going to get on my soap. line of sight JB's yep. heard me say it a million times line of sight so what you give to those mm -hmm. girls is something that it doesn't matter what you go on and do honestly but they see something that's you're kind of like Oh, she just showed me a picture of them hugging them. Now I'm going to cry. Okay, hold on. But is she... Oh, jeez, that's so adorable. Oh, my God. Well, um, let, well, let me... Let line me aside, they're never... They're, she's not... Old, you're not old enough to be mom. You're cooler than moms, right? But you are old enough for them to kind of idolize, even though you're not a pro player yourself. They will never forget that. Well, that's where I want to jump in here, because I, th I think that what you just talked about, super impressive, by the way, because... You kind of painted a picture in which you're creating an end game that could last literally for generations, right? I don't want to go that far yet because you're in the mix of things. You look at the professional league locally. <clears throat> you look at some of your peers. How bad do you just want to keep playing, though? Like, through college to pro, mm -hmm. is there a desire? Like, give us a little bit of your, like, yeah. focus for you and sure. the game. Yeah, so for me, I think at the end of the day, like I want to play as long as my body's going to let me. I do. If that if my body can get through college and then can play professionally, I want to do that. I obviously at some point will have to stop playing. That's inevitable. Um, but I'm not going to just stop because I want to stop. I want to keep playing. And when I think about, you know, well, well center backs though. You're a center yeah, back, yes, right? Yeah. How old's Tim Ream? Uh, 37, 30, yeah. 30 I 30s, mean, that's yeah. 20 right. years right. from now. Right. Right. And there's, the game is advancing, mm -hmm. recovery is advancing. What's, what's a goal for you as a player, obviously a national championship, you're mm -hmm. going to U of I, you would love to win, win the Big Ten, get in the Big Dance, win a national championship. Let's talk about goals mm -hmm. for you as a player. Yeah. What so do you want? It's kind of funny you say <laughs> that. Um, so kind of during the recruiting process, actually, one of the questions that a lot of coaches would kind of ask is, like, what do you see for yourself? Who do you want to be after college? And so for me, that was always a really loaded question because obviously kind of like I said, like, I want to play soccer as long as I can. We'll love to play professionally, whatever route that is, if that's overseas, if that's in the U.S., if that's a WSL, whatever that kind of path takes me. Um, but for me, it was always, my response was always, I just want to leave somewhere better than where I found it. I just want to leave a place better. And if that's through coaching, if that's through playing, if that's through just being a good teammate, I just want to leave a program better. And so kind of tying it back into my girls, my little girls, um, I'm starting another team this spring. I had one this in the fall. Yeah, once um, they get you yep, coaching. They, they got me. They got me hooked. <laughs> I just think about them. And, you know, when their parents kind of ask me, like, what are, what are you going to do? Like, what are, what are your kind of goals? What are your intentions with, like, my kid who is six, seven, eight years old? I'm like... I just want them to love it. I just want them to have joy. I just want them to find the joy again because at the end of the day, like, if I could be that coach that I wish I had when I was that age, like, that's all I want to do. I yeah. just want them Get to Get real enjoy comfortable it. fast yeah. telling parents, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Don't even, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Question. Yeah, you, you probably quickly learned that the most valuable person on your staff is the manager <laughs> that yeah. sends the emails. Mm -hmm. Right. That's Shout right. Shout out Gallagher Management. Yeah, Thank that's you right. for taking care of that for me. Question for you. Coming from being a player, seeing the game only from a player's perspective, which many of us did growing up, and now flipping to a coach, I remember flipping and kind of being like, oh, like I learned some things like I could have actually. Mm -hmm. What has been an aha as a coach? You trying to now translate this game to somebody younger, who's right. obviously probably good little athletes, but, you know, soccer's you got to translate it. What, yeah. what have you learned from coaching? I think the biggest, the biggest thing I've learned, I know exactly what it is. It's how much words matter. 
how much what you say to kids matter and how much they take it to heart and how much <laughs> No, you are <laughs> my favorite. So much. Yeah. <laughs> how much how much they take it to heart and how much they appreciate what you're saying. And like I kind of said, like I just want them to love it. I just want them to have fun like I want them to feel comfortable around me. I don't I don't want to be like that scary coach. Like I I want to be that coach that I wish I had when I was 6 and 7. I want to be that person for them and yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, the biggest thing I've learned is really just what you say matters, how you act around them matters, because they're always listening. They are. They're little. They even, listen. even when they think oh, you think yeah. they're not, right? <laughs> even when, like, they're all the way across the field and I think they can't hear me, they can hear me. So, yeah, I think words matter. You know, they, they take it to heart. They do. They'll remember those things. I still remember things that were said to me when I was in grade school. I do. And so it's kind of just being self-aware and knowing that, you know, words matter and tell them, tell them they're doing great. Tell them you love them. Tell them they're doing awesome. Like they need it. They deserve it. They, Aww. they're having fun. Mom, Katie, anything you've noticed in Lauren from, from coaching? Like, I'm just curious, like, I'm sure there's been a transformation in a way. Yeah. She, she's excited to do it, which is funny because like we said, she was going to give up free time and things like <laughs> what that. What free time? But, right. <laughs> but she's really, really excited about going to the practices and the games and she talks about the team and everything like that. And I think it was really funny. The best game was when she coached against one of her former coaches. And so she was yeah, like, I'm going to take you down. I did. I coached against, he was like, he I got was these like girls eating raw meat. Ever, Let's oh, go. Yeah, my first ever club coach. I actually coached <laughs> against him in one of my first story. games with my and, yeah. and so it was really funny because she was like, I was winning, but then he let me know who, who was, you know. Yeah, he was so, like, you so. really think I was going to let you beat me? And I was like, oh, no. And but then it, was, it went downhill it really was, fast. Yes, but it was really funny because she was, like, so excited and so happy to, you know, be out there coaching these girls. And then when I see... I've seen them come to a couple of her games with signs and just to talk to her and see her, how her face kind of lights up. And it's like she knows this is what she wants to do. So That's amazing. Who won? He did. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's he's still seniority. He still reminds me of that every time yeah. I see him. So that's good. We kind of see how this personality was built, right, JB? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's so funny because, like, listening to you walk through finding a love for the game, elevating to a level that, you know, com competitively club, and then realizing the value of high school and all these things and learning probably more from those losses, mm -hmm. you know, in your whole career, those games, y you will never forget those games. It, as much as you'll remember the national championship, you will never forget the losses. And now you're able to walk onto the field uh, how old are you? 17? 17, eight? yeah. As a 17-year-old with a bunch of 6- and 7-year-olds, like, I, I find it, you're incredibly impressive. Let me just leave it at that. Thank you. You're very <laughs> impressive you. because... I already knew that. Well, and I think that, like, the parents that are listening to this, just chill out. People like yeah, you... Yeah, they better leave you alone. You're the next gen. <laughs> and, you, you know, because it's like the path needs to be a balance of guardrails, empathy, and just let them be creative and have fun, mm -hmm. you know, and, and kudos to you. Kudos to you, mom, too, you. you and dad and you, the house, because I'm sure you guys have everything to do with it. And Jen. Right. <laughs> I got a little piece. Yeah. I go back to my text. I got, can I, do I have time for one quick one? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. One quick. So uh, I'm going to say this. Lauren, what has been, now that you've got the perspective of a player, perspective of a coach maybe someday if you choose to have a family there'll be a different little layer what if what is if you think about it as a coach or sorry so thinking as a coach but being that player what has been the most helpful or the things that your coaches and our parents did that the our people listening right now there will be girls your age listening um what do you need what did you need what did you not need what worked what didn't work from them yeah i would say oh, that's a loaded question it is a lot wow that's why i got in at the end i would say i needed the push oh but okay. not a bad push i needed a push in knowing that i could do it i just had to get myself there and the people around me, my coaches around me, they were going to push us. They did push us. They still push us. But it's out of love. And it's not because they think we're bad. It's not because they think X, Y, and Z. It's because they know that we can do it. 
we have to tell ourselves that we can do it. And we have to, I had to convince myself that I was good enough and that I could get there. And like looking at my girls now, it's like, I look at them and I'm like, I just want to, I just want you to love it. I just want you to have fun. And I want you to enjoy it because at the end of the day, like I'm now sitting here as a 17 year old about to go to college, looking back at my Gallagher career. And I would give anything for one more year, anything, anything. We talk about this all the time. My team and I talk about this all the time, how we would redo this you are year. You so going to cry tonight. At I your am senior so going to cry. We would redo this year a million hundred times again. You'd be I, like hundreds. Groundhog Day. You'd just yes. do it over and Every over and over again. Every single time. And it wasn't all amazing and gorgeous and rainbows and butterflies. It was not. It was not. It was hard. We cried. We fought. We yelled at each other. We were mad. Times sometimes. you wondered if this yeah. was worth it. Times we wondered when we were like, why are we doing this? Right. What are we doing? And then it was all the little things that came together and the little things of you come to practice smiling and then you are laughing the entire practice and you're having fun and you're loving it and you're enjoying it. And then we start winning games and winning more games and winning national championships and doing things that never in a million years I could have dreamed of doing. It was just, I'd say it's little things. It really is. It's yeah. Mom, you like, so, so, I mean, you, you've got a kid here. I know you got younger kids. You got a kid that's, you know, matured into an adult. Any, so for the ones that are thinking of Harper's teammates, parents who are a lot younger than me, right? They're 2016s. Wise words from like what you've learned on her journey and, and what to do, what not to do. Uh, did you think, support these little athletes? Yeah, I think Mike and I just were wanted to support her to help her reach whatever dream she had. And yes, to play club, it took it was kind of a family thing, you know, when especially when the others were playing too, you know, in other sports and along those lines. But it was she had she had goals and it was just us to be there to support her and push her and say, Hey, if you really want to do this, what can we do to help you get there? And what what do you need from us? And and then she kind of took it on her own. So, well done, mom. Okay. Yeah. Kudos Enjoy you. your Thanks. senior night. No, I kind of want to. I'm going to crash it. I think I'm just going to come. Yeah, no, I know. I'm. I'm. We've done a lot of these up to this point uh, on both sides of the fence: soccer dad pod and soccer mom Sunday. Um, I'm impressed. You've you've got a bright future. Thank so you. I I really Thank wish you. you the best. Thank you. So. That's that. All right. <laughs> when are you having tryouts? I need Harper to come play for you. Uh, I, I mean, no, I'm sorry. Me I, I, really, I love Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. Best of luck, Illinois State. Or, okay. no, sorry, University yes. of Illinois. What are you yes. doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I will never do that again. Illini. Just say Illini. Line, yeah, my, my wife went there for first half. Yeah, I should have known better. <laughs> I'm an East Sider too. I know that stuff. That's your state, man. Hey, we're uh, we're on our way here. If you uh, uh, thank you guys, of best course. of luck tonight at thank Senior you. Night. Uh, if you liked this episode, like it. If you really liked it, give us a review. And if you really, really liked it, call Jen. She'll talk to you about it. <laughs> MC Jen, we're out of here. Mushroom. Thanks, guys. Right, thank, thank you. Take care. <laughs>